Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally appropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers agreed to assassinate Peleus' father, but get a bit sidetracked and accept a quest from the rounder Truthers. Apparently, the leader of the gnomes in Hyder would like to meet Reese to arrange a marriage with one of his daughters. And finally, true to form, our crew arrive in the city and ask random strangers for directions. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. This is the Rule of Cool D&D 5e Actual Play Podcast. Your DM, Sarah, here with a friendly reminder that I'm at Sarah Gormansama on Twitter. You don't have a soccer team? You do now if you follow me. Tonight, uh, we are down Jordan, but we want to make sure we're going to keep bringing you guys the quality main story you've all grown to know and love. So we're just going to make it work. Roll with it while the rest of the boys introduce themselves by uh, telling me if they think Robert Pattinson is going to be a good Batman. Hi, this is uh, <laughs> Adam. I play Chadwick, the Cleric of Light, and I absolutely in no way, shape, or form think that he will be an adequate Batman. Why? Thank you. That is all. Have you seen him? <laughs> okay. The boy point. is fugly. <laughs> That's the number one qualification for Batman. He does wear a mask as Batman. Does that improve his chances? But no, hold on. Okay. Like Quasimodo, the new Batman. (laughs) Right. No, no. But that's the thing. If you're going to be Batman, you have to be Bruce Wayne. And he's not a good Bruce Wayne. He's a horrible Batman. He's a worse Bruce Wayne. I don't know why they chose it. Okay. It just seems stupid. So, Adam, you're on the fence about this one? I'm very much so on the fence. Much like everything, I don't have any strong opinions at all. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Jason. I play Vaughn, the half-elf wild mage sorcerer. And um, I think that uh, Robert Pattinson might do a good job. You are um, wrong. I, I I understand. I, I want to be wrong. Um, but I, I'm going to give him a chance because uh, people were saying that Ben Affleck was going to be a bad Batman. And I, I think they did great. Did you watch that movie? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. The movie is bad. Oh, OK. But he plays a very good old and brooding Batman. Okay. Now, I don't know if he'd be able to carry the series like Christian Bale did. With all of the Batman picks, I've always been pleasantly surprised by how they carried themselves. So I'm hoping that Robert Pattinson, who I'm not a fan of Harry Potter, I'm not a fan of Twilight. I'm hoping that he does good. So you're saying it can't be worse than the most recent reboot they've tried in the DCU. That's okay. That's not a reboot. Please don't call anything in the DCU a reboot because it's just a cash grab. (laughs) The newest, the newest generation of cash grab films. Wonder Woman, as we've mentioned before, was pretty decent, 
And yep. I liked Aquaman, though it wasn't a great movie. I just liked the style. Okay, so are you also on the fence? Okay, so hi, this is Alex. I play the character Reese, the lizard folk barbarian. And I'm not really sure what I think about Robert Pattinson. He's been in a bunch of decent movies since he played Edward or the other one. Edward, Edward Cullen. Yeah, so he could be good. Uh, I don't think he will be, but I have more hope than I did for the Ben Affleck series. I don't really know who else is better. It's just one of those things like, tell me who could be a better Batman. I mean, almost anyone. One name. Somebody Tom who... Holland could be a better no, Batman. No, he's like not. 19 I, look, and short. I love Tom, but it's, he's not going to be able to do fine. it. fine. No, absolutely. I. God damn it. Now I want Tom I have... as Robin. I have I, that would work. I want that, that would work. God, there is no doubt in my mind that Tom Holland could be a better Batman than dude. Than ben no, Affleck have you guys is. seen the he new Spider-Man? He would be Spider-Man? a much better. No, please don't. I have not seen the new Spider-Man. Oh my God! Everyone no, died. No, blah blah blah. Right, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. There's one scene where he's wearing just like a black T-shirt, <laughs> and that is the first time I've ever been attracted to Tom Holland. <laughs> In nope. that time when Mysteria did that <laughs> thing? No, Jason, I was just did saying. Did you know? Like, they all went in the Infinity Stone and they all died. What's our next icebreaker? No, I was just saying. <laughs> I'm saying there's one scene where he wears a black no, t-shirt. No, no, Where no. he wears a black t-shirt. <laughs> Hold on. Wait. I didn't get to finish my whole thing. Robert Pattinson just doesn't look the part. There's a certain look of Batman and he hits literally none of... I, mean, I think if he puts on weight, he will look like Batman. He would have to put on some, I mean, insane Probably like amount of muscle. 60 pounds of weight, but like Christian Bale for The Machinist weighed like 100 pounds and got up to like right. 230 for Batman. It's right. possible. I'm not, but also, Christian Bale's build is very different than Robert Pattinson's, like just general, like, physique. I really shouldn't ask y'all nerd questions. So where we ended last time, you guys had walked up to the entrance of the headquarters for the Illyria family and were being handed off to the guards there. You look around and you notice that at some point during your two hour travel, because it did take you two hours to get down there by foot, Peleus is no longer with you. What? You notice that mostly because as you're going to enter the Illyria building um a out of breath little uh gnomish boy runs up to you and starts tugging at your shirt trying to get your attention before you go inside speaking to chad in gnomish trying to get your attention uh uh uh, uh, reese what is this little guy saying oh i think he's a gnome yeah he looks up at you reese yeah Sasa, uh, your your friend, your friend, uh, your friend, uh, Mister Mister Zara. He uh, he he told me uh, he had stuff to take care of and needed y'all to go on ahead. Yeah, he, uh, he had family business to take care of, sir. Uh, Mister Zara, who who's that? Yeah, yeah, the uh, the elf fella you were with. Reese looks around, notices there's no Paleus, and he's like, "Yeah, hey guys, where's Paleus?" Uh. Uh, he was right uh, here. No, uh, no, no he, he, he had stuff to take care of, and uh, he's he wants me to tell you to go on ahead and that everything's fine. Well, thanks there, Mr. Gnome Guy. 
He holds out a hand. I give him a high five. Uh, Reese rubs his head. He's like two feet tall. He he gives you guys a dirty look when he realizes you're not going to pay him for his trouble. <laughs> I didn't even understand <laughs> myself. <laughs> it's just pretty Reese. And uh, just walks off. Uh, Reese, you can hear him muttering about a cheapskate foreigners coming in here. Yo, you saying that to one of Du Bois boys? Was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, I is. Du Bois has always been good about paying his folk. Reese, like, looks up for a second and then throws him uh, two gold. He looks at the gold and he goes, Well, it looks like you's a Du Bois boy, too. Uh, doing great by his name. Doing good by... Goodbye, uh, people. Uh, what a what a fantastic, fantastic gentleman you are, sir. Uh, and he picks up the gold and he runs off. Uh, what was that about? We don't speak. Uh, we don't speak gnomish. Look, the guy just said that like Paleus had left. Oh, I don't know. He just said keep going. Uh, okay. I mean, Paleus is always running off. May- oh, he. Oh, I bet he went to go kill his dead. Yeah, like he better ne- not go without me. <laughs> well like oh, I think he's going like um Paleus said just to keep going and like go talk to the gnome guy or whatever he is, the boy boy. <laughs> Mr. D- Dubois. <laughs> Wait, is that how you say it? I was <laughs> <laughs> just imagining like how Du Bois boys is written as like, like yeah. just kind of just looks like Dubois. What we're saying this in the right accent, it's Du Bois. Having had that message relayed to you, it'll just be the three of you, but what really is, you know, the risk of just going to a marriage meeting? So you're met with the new guards, and they gesture for you to follow them through the archway into a low entrance. The door's just over five feet tall. It's pretty tall for a gnome building. Do you guys go, do you follow the guards inside? Yes. Sure. Yeah. I do I do notice that these seem awful tall for gnome doors. Yeah, but it's a nice big archway. Um They're short for Reese, I mean Yeah. And well they're short Chad. for all of us, but yeah. um once but they're you're... bigger than any door we've encountered here so far. No, Pretty some much, of the, right? the club was two stories tall. Oh well, okay. And you haven't gone inside anywhere else. We went into Yenward's house or we couldn't go into Yenward's house because the door was too short. Once inside, the ceiling of the entryway is not much taller than the door. For the gnomes, it looks like a nice, large, grand entryway. For you guys, um, anyone taller would have to stoop or kneel to uh, comfortably fit into the space. The air inside is still and stale, and the walls are coated with a slimy green ooze that uh, looks persistently damp. Hmm. Resees the ooze, yeah, and just like he's like, "Ew, I wonder what that is," and like goes over and puts a finger on it, and then licks the finger. Okay, it doesn't do anything. What does it taste like? It tastes like you know how um, sometimes if you leave salad in your refrigerator for a little too long, it gets like (laughs) 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 it's like. Everyone knew. Yeah, it's like before it liquefies. This is how everyone nopes the fuck out of this. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's before it liquefies, but as it's getting like slightly slimy 
on the okay lettuce where it's like or if you're eating the lettuce and it's like one piece has started to turn inside of your forkful and you get it i don't it know your... why that got me <laughs> yeah <laughs> this, i eat a lot of lettuce so this does it yeah. to me a lot yeah no especially when you buy lettuce right before you go out of town like an idiot yep. um, just did that yep reese looks back at the rest of the party and he just goes he like licks his finger and goes go Guys, look, don't eat that. Look, just promise me you won't eat it. Yeah, no uh, okay. problem. Yeah. And then okay. Reese licks his finger again. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a second taste, it's not as shocking because your taste buds are pretty much all died. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> kind of toned down. His mouth is dead inside. They've all fainted out of self-preservation. You are led down the hallway. And eventually enter a dining hall that is two stories tall. So it's similar to the club that you were in before where you would be able to stand up. It's just more like a one story building for you. As long as you avoid the chandeliers, which are hanging probably at forehead height for you, Reese, with slight buzzing running through them. Oh, I think there are like bees in there. <laughs> okay. You look around at the head of one long table is a middle-aged woman gesturing with a knife in hand as she explains something to the gnomes around her. She has buzzed hair with the Illyria symbol cut into it and painted to match the curtains and wall hangings around the room that also bear that crest. She doesn't wear any ornamentation that you can see, but you can still tell that she's the one in charge purely because of the reaction of the people around her. Um, paying attention to her, deferring to her. The guards leading you in approach her and in common say, Madame Illyria, we've uh, brought a Du Bois boy to speak with you. She looks up, makes eye contact with you, Reese, and gestures for you to speak as the 15 gnomes around her uh, turn to your party, uh, fully attentive and ready to move to action on her say. So Reese will just say like, um, hello, I'm Reese. Like, I'm a Du Bois boy, or like, he needs to talk to me and I need to know where he is. She uh, looks over you assessing and says, you're a Du Bois boy. Well, like, kind of. He wants me to be one. And why should I help you? Well, like, he specifically wanted to talk to me. Yes. And so I need to go find him. Then I don't understand why you're at my door unless you can help me help you i don't know what that means more favors give me a reason to help you or tell me why it is so imperative i do so well like du bois really wants to talk to me and like if you help me i bet he'll help you i'm already on good uh footing with du bois and have not heard of this particular need um I don't, I don't uh, know why I should go out of my way for someone who's said he's a Du Bois boy and is now walking that story back. Oh, um, how do you walk a story? Let me, let me tell you how this goes. What did you say your name was? My name's Reese. Yes, Reese. Let me tell you how things work in Hyder. You want something from someone, and you give them a reason to give it to you. In this case, for example, 
you want me to help you find a boys. And I would like uh, something in return for doing that. Oh, okay. Like, what do you want? Um, just, uh, well, if you are going to talk with the boys, this may just be serendipitous anyway. Um, we've had issues recently with, uh, the Taurus Crintons next door interrupting some of our night business. And, uh, we've sent it up to the boys, but being the busy man he is, he hasn't gotten around to handling the issue himself, but he has given us the go ahead to handle it with reasonable restrictions, of course. So we were just going to give a bit of reciprocity to um, them. It just so happens we can level the scales right this evening. And by we, I'm suggesting you do it. It would uh, really send the message if a uh, Du Bois boy uh, handled things for us. Future Du Bois boy. So like, am I hurting someone? I don't really understand what you were saying. If you if you would like to hurt them, I'm not going to complain. There's a group of Taurus um, family members who are uh, moving an item tonight, and I want that item. Oh, can I have it? I'm. I have no real clue as to what the item is, but if they have it, I want it. Um, easy as that. Uh, more a matter of honor than money, if you understand. Um, they've taken from me recently and i would just like to show them that that is not going to be stood for okay so they're like bad guys yes uh you you could say that they're bad guys they're bad guys that have stolen from me and um i don't necessarily want them forever punished i don't want to be at constant war with them but you understand if someone does something bad to you uh, you should do something back uh, so that you're even and so that things can go back to a, an equilibrium of uh, mutual respect. Okay, that like makes a lot of sense. I yes. think getting back to like an equal living room is totally a good idea. Yes. <laughs> Very good. And since Du Bois has already greenlit the activity, there should be no issue and... Uh, you're looking for Du Bois as well. We can just tie up a lot of loose ends. And then I can send you to Du Bois with your information and my information. Uh, I, I, I'm i going to raise my hand. I, I do have a, a, a couple questions. Um, so if, I, if I'm understanding this correctly, they stole something from you. Yes. You don't know what it is, but you know no. it's been stolen. No, 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 no. They've okay. stolen from us. Uh, mostly goods worth money that they've probably already sold on the market. Uh, we do a fairly good, um, supply trade with some of the clubs. And, uh, they intercepted some of our more exotic offerings to these clubs. And, um, took the profits for themselves. So if it's money that you're after, we can get that back for you. It's it's not the it's not so much the money, it's the it's the it's the honor of the thing. They've they've uh disrespected my family in our zone. I don't necessarily care about the money. We're rich enough. I care about the the respect 
as our neighboring zone. We need to make sure the respect is there or else anarchy will fall. I'm sure you understand. So, like, can I talk to my friends about this before we choose to do it or not? Yes, of course you can. I turn directly to them and go like, hey, guys, do you want to do it? Group, group, huddle up here. All right, so we need we need to steal something that's worth it for them. And I don't think that we have to hurt anybody, but we do have to get in and steal something valuable. Chadwick, what the fuck is confused. he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I honestly have no idea what what way forward we can go. I mean... Well, do we have so, anything that we could pretend that we stole from them? Like, just leave for a couple hours and come back? Um, I don't I'm think that's a good sure. idea. Like, these people have painted heads and stuff. They're totally serious. Shh, 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 shh quiet down. Like, a little quieter. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure we're not going to trick our way out of this particular situation we might be able to trick our way with the people we're gonna go you know steal from but i don't think these particular this particular one doesn't that sound fun look we haven't done anything fun in a while i mean yeah but like i just we're in a we're in a foreign territory like we don't i don't know my way around the city enough so that if something happens that we can escape easily hey we've also we got these jetpack things like we're totally good Reese, yes, why did it take me this long to realize he just hates fighting because he always <laughs> dies? Oh, uh. but he got the ring from the guy with the boldness, Del. Dull? <laughs> oh, is it Dull? No. Say, <laughs> so, look, Chadwick, are you in? You want to do it? I'm fine to run a little bit of recon. I mean, she said that there's a meet tonight, something going down tonight that. I mean, we could go maybe interrupt or at least look at and decide if we're going to interrupt. Hey, guys, like one more thing. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like if we had just asked Mary some questions, like maybe we wouldn't have had to do this. (laughs) So like in the future, can we like be totally good at remembering that? Asking questions? Absolutely not. (laughs) How did you? What? Why are you thinking about this? (laughs) Oh, but, like, this is, like, the fifth or sixth time we've done this. Like, it takes me a while to catch on, but, like, right. even but I'm getting single, this one. Every single time we do this, it always ends up okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Like, what's the I point? I don't see why we have to get information. Yeah, we we figure it out every time. <laughs> we're, we're superstars. Yeah, we're, like, ten for ten. And we get to steal stuff now. This is, like, the best day ever. Well, I mean, hopefully we don't have to kill anybody or seriously hurt anybody. We probably should just not, but... But, like, I want to. Right, I mean, but it's okay because they have stolen from them, but... Okay, like, well, let's just go fucking do it. Yeah, I'm fine with going and figuring stuff out. Vaughn, you're in, right? Aside from the murdering part, yes. He is, it's fine. (laughs) Let's go. Come on. No, 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 like, we won't kill anybody. Like, the little guys, I'd feel a little bad, I guess. I'm okay with that. Yeah, but they might look at him and kill him, so who knows? <laughs> the stiff breeze would knock me over. Madame Malaria is just still sitting there, uh, eating her dinner, waiting for you guys okay. to uh, come back to her. Will you I'm, not I'm mention like, food in the future, Sarah? Every time you say that, I have to be like, ooh, I have to ask for food now. <laughs> There's <laughs> no food out for you. <laughs> okay. Just, just her and her gnomes have food in front of them. It says it in my fucking character sheet. I don't get to choose. 
They're mostly they all, done with their food. They all got six inch subs. Just she's, enough for everyone there. She's stripping the marrow off of the last bone on her plate. Well, I feel like Reese is the one that needs to be speaking to her. We're the, we're the like, the underlings of Reese currently. Yeah, because Reese is the leader. <laughs> I'm the leader. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Reese, I think uh, you're the one that needs to tell her whether or not we're doing this. Oh, I get to? I mean, I, she's been talking to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, malaria? Um, we take the job. Fantastic. I'll send you out with Reamer here. Uh, he'll show you the way to where the, uh, item should be tonight and back. Just to make sure you don't get lost and, uh, it does get back here. Does that sound fine to you? I mean, I don't really want to have an NPC, but like, okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. He's not going to be helping you. He's just going to be showing you the way. Okay, I really thought this was going to be an escort mission. <laughs> oh, no, I was not looking forward to it at all. No, he won't be engaging with you much. He doesn't know common. Ew. Oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be a Reese heavy time. <laughs> Don't worry, it's uh it'll it'll be fine. Uh now I'll just need your word that uh you will be bringing the item back to me. Okay, like which would? I'll just <laughs> need you yes. to uh promise or swear or pledge whichever word you choose. Okay, like which one? Which he, one of yes, those we'll sounds good to you? Okay, swear. Uh, yes, uh, you solemnly swear you will bring me my item. Oh, I solemnly swear the things you said. Fantastic. This, uh, this will be good. And once you bring it back to me, I will take you directly to the boys. So as long as you don't waste any time, uh, you'll be there soon enough. Well, she gestures for Reamer to stand up from the table. And uh, walk out. He walks. He starts walking back out. As soon as we're out of earshot, like following him, but out of earshot of her, I'm gonna kind of just like lowly say to you guys, "That makes me very nervous." What, what this item is? If she's making us, making you, us swear to bring it back, must be something really good, guys. Oh, we should totally take it. And then I look at Reamer. He doesn't respond. He just keeps walking down the the short hallway. He's the only one in this gang that is conveniently mute. Yeah. <laughs> he had his tongue cut out for the initiation <laughs> process. His hey. tongue cuts out. His ears don't work. <laughs> he's he's just, deaf, dumb, and blind. <laughs> well, not blind. He needs to be able to navigate. No, he's Tommy. Pinball no, um, wizard. He takes you guys back outside, looks around. A little bit and then starts uh walking towards one of the walkways um heading in the direction of taurus is there anything you guys want to do before you start heading into taurus i've got i've got nothing on on my mind all right i'm going to tap reamer on the shoulder and he stops and looks back at you and in no mission i'm going to say hey uh you got a jetpack he's gonna look at you and he's gonna say no. How t how big is he? Oh wait, I have an extra jetpack. Yes, you do. Or uh you can uh use mine and then give him the jetpack. He uh nods and puts it on. 
Um, he also puts on the armband of Taurus and uh, stashes away his armband of Valyria as you guys get closer to the border. Do you have any more of those? Oh, I have one. You, you have one, but there yeah. are four of us here. But we only need three. Oh, we only had one last time, right? Just give it back to me. Yeah. I'm the captain. Okay, here you go. I hand it off to you. All right, Reese puts it on and again, like, looks very proud. Okay, so you're both, two of you are wearing them. You have jetpacks. It does make it faster to get to where he wants to go. Um, he hovers at the border going into Taurus behind the corner of a building in case there would be any Taurus guards looking out. And he looks at you, Reese, and he says, um, any prep you want to do? <laughs> what? Hey, guys, he asked if we wanted to do prep. What does that even mean? Preparation for what? Who preps for things? We're just going to go in there and, like, fucking hit somebody, right? All I want to do is kind of, like, scope out the area that we're going to be, I guess, ambushing or whatever. You haven't made it there yet. He's halted you at the edge of Illyria. I'm good. I don't have an armband. I don't have anything I need to do for prep work. Are you coming with us? I'm uh, taking you there. And then I'm waiting for you to finish. And then taking you back. Let's go. I'm going to whisper to Vaughn and be like, uh, can't you like maybe make it look like you have an armband? I mean, has yeah. the Taurus symbol yeah, on? Yeah, like press the digitation and I've got the armband on. Reese grabs it. <laughs> it goes straight through it. I think it makes my press digitation fall off and the sigh and do it again. <laughs> he does this sometimes. I'm just thinking that might not be a bad thing. Why don't you do it, Chadwick? I don't have that. You don't have spells? I thought you were magic. Not that spell. I don't know that one. All right, he starts taking you through the area. As you get to Taurus, he uh, starts going slower and turns to you, Reese, and says, should uh, probably act like normal people. We are acting like normal, aren't we? The stupidity of this is you can't understand him. That's true. It is annoying, though. Um, we're not normal people. Like, you're no. tiny. No, no, no. We sent... No no sneaking, no acting suspicious. Got it? Hey, guys, he said, like, be normal. Like, don't be suspicious. I'll try not to be suspicious. Okay. He <laughs> takes you, like, around the edge of Taurus. He takes you to the border uh, between Taurus and Westmoreland and says, uh, Westmoreland is a non-no-go zone. Also known as a go zone. As a, it's a go zone, yes. It's a go-go zone? And he says... Uh, it's the no-no zone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He says, uh, right there, core three is where they're supposed to come through with the item. Transform it over to Westmoreland. Are they coming now? They're supposed to be here soon. Uh, we got here much faster than I expected because of your uh, fancy, fancy technology. Yeah, these things are great. Yes, they are. They allow you to set up uh, however's you want for this uh, this here mission. Uh, I'm gonna go hold up over there. There is a club one block over uh, that you can come find me at when you're ready to go home. The name of that club. 
is Nim. Come find me at Nim in Westmoreland, Crust 3. What are we stealing? Uh, whatever they're protecting. Uh, is it, like, big? Do you know what we're doing? I do not know that information. Uh, I know I'm supposed to take you here, uh, wait for you to finish, and then bring you back. What do they look like? They will look like gnomes with, uh, Taurus armbands on, looking, uh, a bit suspicious, I'd assume. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say to Chadwick, it's a, I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bad thing, I guess, that Reese is the only one that can relay any of this information to us. Uh, I hear you say that, though, and I turn to go, hey, guys, it's fine, look, he said we have to get the gnomes. I actually kind of like this. It's a lot of fun for me. <laughs> at at this time of night, they are either going to be here for the parties or here for uh, nefarious deeds. So if they are not here for the parties, they are probably fair game if they are wearing a Taurus armband. Come find me when you are ready to return to the madam. And with that, he uh, jetpacks off to go to the club. Okay, guys, like, this is gonna be super easy. We just look for some gnomes. What, what that's it? it like, <laughs> bad gnomes, they, like, have armbands or something. I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> do any of us listen? While Sarah was giving this description, I was like, okay, I think I know how to do this. And then all I he- all I have heard is, we're, we're gonna get some bad gnomes. <laughs> okay, Taurus gnomes armbands anything else that we should know oh i think they like have a thing like we have to take it from them yeah so where's where's where are these gnomes supposed to be like here and i'm gonna look at where he gestures okay we should we should take our jetpacks and get up to higher ground so that we can scope out this place i think he told me a place didn't he i think i remember something about like a nim nim I think Damn. no, no. That's where that guy is going. Something about a core three. Is that where Nim is, or is that where we are? Um, Who has the map? If you look around, <clears throat> uh, we did establish that um, periodically the walkways will have numbering, and and this does say core three. What are you guys planning to do? Since you balloon packed here, you did get here earlier than he was expecting, so you are early to intercept this uh, transportation. I don't have a lot of information to work off of because that's all that we've got from Reese. <laughs> How tall are the buildings that we're kind of between? Are they just like a few stories or? You can see they go all the way up to heaven nine and you're not sure how much higher than that. Motherfuck. Okay. Uh, that take that, that kills my, that. Do you want to hide on a building just... and look down like two miles to see people? Like Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Spider-Man in the new Spider-Man movie when he. I'm living! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why have you not seen it yet? What's wrong with you? I, I had the chance to see it, uh, but uh, things have come up. Sorry, I am distracting very much. I apologize. My my original plan was to basically stake out the place from up above and then descend on these people and, and do whatever. But since the, the buildings are as tall as the sky, I don't think that's going to work. We have jetpacks. We do have jetpacks, but we, we can can't go just up like, or down. 
I'm also going to imagine that they're going to notice just three fools floating in the air with their feet dangling. Like, what the hell are those idiots doing up there? You don't have spells that can conceal us? So you can't stand on top of the buildings, but all of the buildings do have the walkways lining them at each level. Well, let's get some information from Reese, and then I feel like I kind of have a plan-ish. I have two questions. It is, um, Reese, where is this meeting taking place, and do you know what item that we need to steal from them? Okay, look, the guy said, I'm pretty sure that, like, the meeting is here, and they're, like, bringing something. He didn't know what it was, though. He said it was, like, a thing, I think. But he said here, like, core three is where it is, or, like, it was where he's going. It's one of the two. So I can cast invisibility on two people. Okay, like, that's pretty good, though. That's, like, two of the three. And I'm, like, a big lizard man, so I can hide anywhere. Well, actually, I think instead of hiding, you are going to be out in the open. So I can cast invisibility on myself and Chadwick. We can hide in plain sight. We're going to put the Taurus armband on you, and you're going to pretend to be a Taurus boy. I really hope that we don't get you murdered for this. But you can distract them. Chadwick and I can, I guess, steal whatever item it is, and we'll jetpack out of here. Oh my god, that's like a pretty good idea. And like, don't worry about me. These little tiny people couldn't hurt me. Do we know what they'll look like? They look like gnomes. Well, right, but everybody here is wearing a Taurus armband, or, you know, there's a decent amount of people, right? Isn't it only the, like, gang members who wear armbands? It's only the members of the family. Oh, so we haven't seen a whole lot of people wearing them? The goal is, um, Chadwick and I will be invisible. You're going to stay out in the open. You're going to distract them. We're going to steal whatever item it is. We haven't talked about an, uh, an exit plan. What is our egress? Is it like a bird? No. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Jason. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. This is the part of the podcast where I would usually say that bit about the questions, but we're actually doing a Q&A episode coming up, and we'd like to answer your questions. Uh, feel free to message us through any of our normal channels, and we'll answer it in our Q&A session. I know that there are some uh, people out there who would be upset if I didn't say that if you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at RuleOfCoolCast. Or send an email to theruleofcoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to anyone who didn't ruin Spider-Man Far From Home for me. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by MoviePass's new uncapped plan. You can watch all of the movies that you're excited about as long as it's not more than three per month, and they reserve the right to limit the films that you see based on movie title, start time, location, or other arbitrary factors to their uncapped plan. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is a song Orchids by Ubred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, ubredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast.
See, look, Chadwick, you said you have a plan, right? Well, that was kind of my plan. Ish. I was just, rather than being invisible, I was going to, like, I don't know, have him be our eyes and ears, and he would get all fancied up and look like a street, you know, beggar or something, and let us know when people were coming, but this is probably smarter. Yeah, like, we could totally put makeup on him, that sounds fun. Like, we could do it anyway. I I have a disguise kit. Yeah, like, yeah, it's used, makeup. it's makeup. He's got his Fenty beauty stick or whatever the fuck it is. We need Paleus. That's true. He beat the faces last time, which yep. is a, mm-hmm. a phrase I've never heard in my life before. Okay, what are we doing? How long does invisibility last? One hour. Yes, concentration one hour. And it goes down if they attack. So you're casting invisibility on you and Chad? Yep. And Reese, you're just going to chill? Yeah. I'm going to grab every single gnome with an armband that I see. Do you just hang out waiting in the open? Yes. Just like exactly where I think it's going to happen. So just like floating in the middle. Okay. As you're doing that, you wait for... So you get about two thirds of the way through invisibility. Um, So it's been about 40 minutes. And you do see there have been gnomes that are passing. None of them have the armband on them. Mm-hmm. They've been like one gnome that looks really drunk and a group of party people. And eventually, after about 40 minutes of waiting, you do see a trio of gnomes approaching, trying to pretend to be casual. Oh, do they have armbands? They're a little too far away for you to see, but they are approaching on the walkway. All right, Reese will, like, do one of those things where you cover your hand, but you still are pointing so they can see it. Yeah. Okay. Do I have to do any sort of check to, like, look at them and see if I can tell if they have armbands? As they're, Yeah, as they're getting closer, you can do a check. That's a... That's a 19. Oh, God, yeah. You see bands clear as day. They have them very visible so that as they're walking through the area, no one can mistake them for anything other than members of the Taurus family. All right. Reese looks at the armband on his arm and then thinks about like looks back at theirs and is like, oh, I think it matches. You know, like it takes him a minute, but he gets it. And it does. It does very much match. They're approaching and they see you hovering in the middle of the way. And they start slowing, and they uh, they wave at you hesitantly and motion for you to come over. Reese waves at them and then comes over. So... Chadwick is cl- following, like, relatively close. I mean, not, like, right on his heels, but yeah. I'm close enough to hear things, I hope. They look at you, and they see your Taurus fan, and they say, uh, what, uh, what are you doing out here so late, uh, sir? Are they saying this in common? No. I just wanted to make sure. The default of gnomes is to say it in gnomish. Reese says, I'm out here uh, looking for you. Goes, uh, well, what are you looking for us for? I'm the uh, boy's boy. Ah, what's the uh, boy's uh, up to this evening? Uh, the boy sent me out here to uh, see what you uh, are bringing through. Ah, yeah, I'm bringing through uh, just our humble personages uh, coming through tonight, sir. Uh, Du Bois has asked me to, uh, for you to give me whatever you're bringing. 
you need to roll deception. I don't think this is going to work. 12. I want to sneak around like behind them. I mean, obviously we're invisible, but I want to be behind them and like, like really like taking a peek as to what they're wearing. And And you're using a balloon pack to do this. I, I mean, they're not just like hovering through the streets, are they? They're walking on the walkway, but how loud sure. are the balloon packs? By the way, like this is some information we would have taken into account if they're like. <laughs> I doubt we'd be flying invisible in them. No, it's so, like you can hear it, <laughs> but when you're all together, you can't tell. Like I was on a balloon pack, but I'm assuming I don't know what they would be doing. How big are these walkways? Um, the walkways would be big enough that you could make a round. I mean, I feel like I would be on the walkway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, if you want to sneak around behind them. Reese didn't know where they were going to be, so he's definitely balloon packing. That's fine. Or I would like to do like an investigation check to okay. see if I can see find what they're looking for, or is that more a a perception? Or find what they're carrying. If you're looking for something specific, do investigation. That's what I figured. I Oh wow. Well, that's a three. Three. They have daggers. They have clothing on. Um, They are gnomes. They appear to be alive. Well, good. (laughs) Okay. So I can't find anything. Um, I'm also going to uh, do the same look around. Yeah, just to see where it is, if they have it on them. I would have helped him, but I assume I, since I can't, like, he can't see me, I can't see him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Use invisible. Can we not see each other since we're invisible? So I'll roll an investigation check. That's a 17. 17. You're looking on them and they all look very uniformly clothed. You see daggers. You also see crossbows at their hips. You don't see them carrying any sort of bag or crate or really anything besides their weapons. I'm I'm going to, uh, I guess, sit this out. I don't think that they have anything of value to be stolen. Reese doesn't know that. Reese doesn't know that. Chad also doesn't know that. Yeah. What do they say when I tried to deceive them? They say, uh, well, so we don't have anything on our persons. Uh, you should uh, carry on this fine evening uh we don't want any trouble uh, i was told by uh du bois that you had something for me uh the one in front pulls out his dagger and says we has nothing for you sir carry on reese lifts his maul up very high like getting ready to swing it and says i'm way bigger than you do you really want to do this? I'm with Du Bois. You want to fight Du Bois? Is he floating? No, he. I landed on the walkway with you them. You landed? I feel like, mm, no, I don't know anything shit. You don't even understand what we're saying. Oh, you would see me cocking them all. Yeah. I well, and I would out. have seen them with their... I really don't like the phrase cocking so. them all at all. Um, <laughs> Reese, does a 21 hit? Yes. As you're raising your maul to threaten him back... A crossbow bolt flies at you from one walkway above, and you take seven piercing damage. 
and um, are stunned until the next turn. Okay. And you all need to roll initiative. Okay. Awesome. 17. I'll just go last. Would you get a one? A two. That's why I was waiting for jo- or Jason to say a thing. Oh, I got a seven. Yeah. So what you boys see is one of them raise up their dagger to threaten Reese. Reese raises up his maul in a equal level of threatening, and then a crossbow bolt lodges into his shoulder from above. The first gnome that was talking to Reese is going to go at Reese um, with his dagger. And enemy attacks have advantage when you're stunned. Oh, that's right. Okay, that is 22 to hit. Yes. At advantage. That is only two additional dagger damage on you at the moment. And then it is Chadwick's turn. Decisions, decisions. I don't know. I feel like, would it be perception to look around and just see if I like can count how many yeah. enemies are I you, think there might possibly be? Are you proficient in it? No. Yeah, that's fine. I'm okay. fine to use this as my action. So as your action, since you are not proficient, you can go ahead and do that. Oh, I can't. Okay. That'd be a whopping 10. You do see these three guys. And you know the general direction that the crossbow bolt came from is up and to the side. So you know the three plus four, but you do have the general direction of where that fourth person is. Three plus one for four, not three plus four? The three plus the fourth guy up there, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Seven total people. (laughs) Is there anything, like, around on this walkway that I could maybe, like, use as cover? That's close-ish or no? You are at the corner. So this is towards the end of the walkway. So there is the corner you could duck around. But other than that, it's pretty much a straight street. Would I think that that would provide me cover from the general direction of the the crossbow bolt? Yeah. If you duck around the corner, yeah. Okay. And how far away is that? You could make it around the corner with your movement. Because okay. like, I, I still would want to like be able to see, but also kind of like be close enough to You could duck around it. Duck okay. around it, and we'll call it half cover. That's probably what I would want to do at this point, just to kind of like give myself the best position for possibly my next turn. Yeah, you can duck around it and call it half cover. And how, how far away would that put me from Reese? That would just put you like five feet back and like five feet over, probably. Cool. That's my turn. The second gnome is going to whip out his dagger and come at Reese as well, because really they are only aware of one person, and you're still stunned. That is 15. Hits. Yay. I am not armored. And you didn't get to rage. That is four more uh, dagger damage. And then the third guy gets to come at you. Come at me, bro. Oh, he is. That's going to miss. The third guy's going to miss. You're bleeding just enough that he slips in the blood and like doesn't want to fall over the edge, so he's he misses. Another crossbow bolt comes out, also whizzes by you, luckily missing you a second time, and it's Vaughn's turn. Okay, so you said that uh, trying to find where the crossbow bolt is coming from is an action. Are you proficient in perception? Perception, no. 
then yeah, it'll be your action. I have a question because I, I mean, obviously I know that it's coming from up above. How high up is the uh, is the next walkway? One story up. In gnome feet or in human feet? One gnome story. That's like five, five, six. Like feet. my That's head is above it. Each story is eight feet tall, and there's a bunch of crap between it. There's gnome-sized crawl spaces between each floor. Go. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run over to where Reese is at, and I'm just going to uh, cast sleep at the third level uh, to to knock out all these people. I know Reese is going to go down first, probably. No. I have 47 hit points left. Okay, so, you couldn't oh, wow. even get me. Come at me, bro. <laughs> okay, hold on. So let's see. Sleep it normally is five d eight. So if I cast it at the highest level, plus two d eight per spell level. So I need to roll nine d eight. Nine d eight. Do you want a dice roller? I, I'm just going to use the uh, the dice roller in our chat. Okay. Okay. So it's I got a thirty three after rolling nine d eight. That's oh, that's not bad. good. I had three ones in there. So the guy in front falls asleep. That's it. And someone's visible. Both of us are visible. Yeah. Yep. I kind of figured something that this might happen, which is why I tried to get behind cover a bit. Yep. Good call. Is that all you want to do, Vaughn? Yeah. As a, as a free action, I would like to be like, did anybody notice the second crossbow bolt? Or was that just the same person from before? You don't know. Uh, we don't have time to figure this out. I, I ran over because I'm worried about Reese. Okay. Like, Reese, don't worry about You're still stunned. Well, you said I'm stunned until my turn. So is it till the end of my turn or till the start of my turn? Yeah, till the end of your turn. Well, that blows. No, so you're stunned until the end of your turn. This bolt basically lodges in the pressure point in your neck when it hits. Once your turn is over, um, you're able to shake it off. So Reese at the end of his turn grabs the crossbow bolt and rips it out of his shoulder and that's all he does. The leader who brandished his uh dagger at you threateningly is asleep. And just just one's asleep, just so I know. Just one's asleep. The other two flanking him are very much awake. Okay. I will try to determine yet again where these crossbow bolts are coming from. Okay. okay. With perception check. Um, that's a 17. A 17, a yeah. Because you got a little bit farther away, the uh, hypotenuse of the triangle that your line of vision is forming has given you a better vantage. <laughs> Shut up. This is actually <laughs> how math works. You've moved back basically enough that you can see over the edge of the walkways above. And you see that there is just one gnome laying down aiming the crossbow at your party. Okay. How far away do I think he is from me? He's on a walkway across the chasm. So he's probably like 60-ish. Okay. And how far can my jetpack get me in a turn? You can go double walking. So 60. Yeah. My thought is I would like to try to fly to him. You could get within melee because melee is five feet. Okay. I'll be just far enough away that I can cast a guiding bolt at level one on him yeah you can fly within guiding bolt range that's fine i mean like i want to be close but not like too close that i'd have disadvantage on my attack my spell attack because yeah, you're basically thing, right? between the two crew that's fine yeah okay user Ooh. 
All right. I, I, I mean, I sure as hell hope this will hit. Uh, if I can do math in my head, that would be 25. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> it's a fucking ancient dragon. Well, but... I know. I see all those things on Reddit. It's like, does a 23 hit? No. And the party goes, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a 46. 46 damage? No, four. Four oh, D6. Oh, I was like, okay. Taking a nice chunk out of this man. Ooh, a nice chunk. She's lying. He'd be <laughs> yeah. so dead. I hope. Um, that's eleven radiant damage. I have advantage on my next. Anybody has their advantage on the next attack to hit okay. him. He takes your eleven radiant damage. Next up are the two dagger wielding duo in front of you, Reese. And they don't have advantage anymore. They do not have advantage. But I'm rolling for both of them. Thirteen hits. 10. No. Okay. So you're going to take another three damage. Yay. Oh, my poor single scale that you clipped slightly. <laughs> They're coming at you, and uh, that third guy's just not as good, and second guy's like, he's a trainee. Shouldn't have brought the stupid trainee on this, on this mission. The crossbow-wielding Man in the rafters. He's going to shoot directly at you, Chad. Cool. That makes sense. It's probably not going to hit. That's a 12 to hit. That does not hit. So he's he's aimed at you. He's gone wide. Um, for the first time, he f- looks like he's uh, looking both ways, wondering if they shouldn't have engaged this seemingly alone person by themselves. Um, Vaughn, it is your turn. Yeah, I think I'm just going to cast Fireball. <laughs> he sorry, meant, he means Firebolt. Yeah, sorry. I always I always psych myself out like, it's it's Firebolt. Like, no, Firebolt just sounds pretty big. I'm just going to cast Fireball on myself, Reese, and everyone else. <laughs> I'm going to cast Meteor Storm and just <laughs> murder everyone. Uh, no, I'm going to cast Firebolt on just any of the people that are in front of me. I'm assuming not the asleep one, but no, one no. of the two. Okay. Would you like to cast it on the one who has landed a blow or the one who seems fairly incompetent just no, for I, flavor? The the one the one that's attacking Reese. They were both attacking Reese. One just has yet to land a blow. The one that's actually hit him. Okay, just just for flavor you want to take out the useful one. Got it. Spell attack that is an 18. That hits. Okay, so 2d10 cuz I'm level 5 now. That is I thought it was a 41. No, it's one plus four is five. Pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you singe him and he's like, ow. Hey, man. Except he says that in Gnomish. Uh, Reese, it's your turn. All right. Reese has been stabbed twice and shot with a crossbow. Uh, he's pissed. Yeah. He's going to go into a rage and he's going to do a bit of smashy smashy. Reckless. Reckless. Yes. Are we assuming reckless unless you say differently? Yes. The first one's a 24 and the second one's a 21 to hit. Both both hit. Who are you attacking? The guy who's on fire slightly. Okay. The one who got singed. Go ahead. Nine plus 14. 23 damage to that guy. How do you end him? Uh, I assume just... Shit, I've already done that one once. Can Reese's I just... give you a suggestion? I... Yeah. You smash his hand that's wearing his safety ring, and then you <laughs> golf swing him off the edge. 
I take your suggestion. I was trying to think of a way to hit him off the edge, but I knew they had the dumb safety ring. Yeah. So I would say you smash down on his hand and just take it off so that the safety ring's no longer on. And then with your second swing, you just golf club him off the edge. Reese definitely does that. I don't have to say it. You can say it. That's fine. And he'll wave at him as he goes off the edge and then turn and stare at the other gnome. He does the Wilhelm scream as yeah. he dies. <laughs> Uh, can we legally just drop I, in the Wilhelm Yeah, I think screen? so. I'm also really sure nobody would listen to either of our attempts and say, yeah, that's definitely... <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely the right one. <laughs> Adam, can you do a Wilhelm scream for us? No, I'm not going to try. I don't want to <laughs> get a suit. I'm really good at uh, it. <laughs> okay. Your Foley work is just... Mm, There's no true. save for sleep, right? It's just the amount of turns. Yeah, it's one minute. Oh, shit. If that guy had the package on him. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert, he was the package. <laughs> yeah, well, we got him. Sort of. I'm probably just going to I mean, do my old standby and just pull out my little, my holy symbol. And yeah, there'll be a little bell that sounds in his head and does some nice little necrotic damage, I think. He needs to do a wisdom save for Toll the Dead. A uh, 16 wisdom save. She gave him a plus nine to wisdom saves. No, I just rolled well on that one. And Okay, so that fails. And then I'm going to be pissed. And I didn't want to. Yeah. But I'm going to go, fuck this shit. And I'm going to cast spiritual weapon as well. You do that. And I get to attack on that turn because that spell is broken. Yep. Um, What is it? A 1d8? Okay. Well, you got to attack first. Well, right, right. I know. I just want to make sure I have the, the <laughs> stuff. Because I have advantage Let's on this attack. not be too full of ourselves. Oh, yeah. What does it look like, by the way? Mm, this one. Oh, oh. It can. It just. It's just how it looks. It doesn't actually. Yeah, it take doesn't on impact the, okay. the effect. It doesn't impact it's, the damage. It's defo going to be like a big old crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You're just going to hit him with it. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of, it, it attacks on its own. I don't actually have to wield it. I right? like right. the, uh, yeah, but I like the idea of instead of it launching a bolt, it just yeah. bludgeons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 23? Yeah, that hits. Damn, this armor class is not a joke either, and I'm mad. <laughs> so that would be 10 force damage. Takes the 10 force damage. Mm-hmm. And uh, curses at you in Gnomish. And I'll just go... <laughs> the not asleep, not dead, knife-wielding gnome staring you down is uh, going to come at you again, Reese. With advantage. Why is he going with advantage? Reckless Because he does reckless. reckless. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't want to take away my advantage. Right. So I'll give it to Sarah. I don't care. Nat 20. Guess what I rolled? A 19 and a 20. Do your dagger damage. So Let's with see who his wins little, this war. With his little dagger. Boo. That's five. Rounded down to two. Rounded down to two. He's angry that you've, uh, you killed his compatriot. And he came at you hard with that natural 20 and feels really good about what he did. Adam, crossbow wielding gentleman is going to come at you again that 
this time is going to be a 14 to hit. That's going to whiz by me. Whizzes by you again. He's just a little too close. He's never practiced this close up in range. Or, or maybe maybe it maybe it can hit, but it hits my shield and just bounces off or something. I don't really care. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, because my armor class is 18. Like you catch it in the shield like they do in movies. Uh, yeah. The the bright light from your spiritual weapon is uh causing him struggles. Although in my head, this is totally my head cannon. Like things that get caught in my shield, I always figure are like a seventeen, like a sixteen or a seventeen because my arm class is sixteen, and my yeah. shield is providing that extra two. Just my weird in my I, head thing. No, That's that cool. makes sense. He's blinded by the light of your spiritual weapon, and it goes right past Vaughn. What are you doing? Vaughn is going to cast levitate on this uh, remaining guy. Okay. The the metagame bird flies by and goes, check his pockets, check his pockets. And goes, don't waste spell slots, don't waste spell slots. The Uh, one that's sleeping. I have arcane, I have arcane focus. We're fine, we're fine. Or arcane recovery, that's what it's called. Yeah. Hold on, let me look up. An, oh, an unwilling creature that succeeds on constitution is unaffected. So yeah, you have to roll con save throw. Oh, that is an 11 con save? Uh, that is not saving shit right now. I'm lifting him Great. up. And I'm a, I'm lifting that dude up in the air. I'm a, Reese, are you okay? Oh, that was not the right thing to say. Also, when also when you levitate someone, can you please put your hand to your temple and like do yeah. a, an Xavier? Just Professor Charles Xavier! <laughs> Where were you, Charles? <laughs> Angel. Banshee. Azazel. Where were you, Charles? You were supposed to protect them. Okay, so you're level levitating the guy. Anything else? I just wanted to, to lift the, that guy up so that Reese doesn't have to worry about getting hit anymore. Uh, we can figure out what we're going to do with, this, with with these two goons. Uh, later, uh, I'm gonna look up and see where Chad's at, but that's about it. Don't worry, Reese okay. will figure out what to do with these two dudes now. Yep, <laughs> it's Reese's turn. How high do you levitate him? Uh, it so it says that I can lift them up to 20 feet. I mean, pinata see. height. Yeah, I have a jetpack too. I feel like we've done pinata before. Yeah, I don't think so. No, we did when you were cleaning out the stables. Yeah. Are there flying cars in this area? Because how cool would it be for you to levitate him 20 feet in the air oh. and have a flying car hit him and kill him? Roll so- a luck check. <laughs> <laughs> Just D20? roll a straight D20. That's a six. No, there's no cars flying past. Aww. I would have let uh, it happen. I mean, tell me that's not cool, right? That would be so cool. <laughs> that would have been amazing, which is... This All is right. some uh, fifth element shit here. That's what <laughs> I was thinking. With all the flying cars, yeah. Is it Reese's turn? Yes, it is Reese's turn. All right, Got he's one going on the to... ground, one in the air. Since the one's asleep on the ground, he's going for the levitated one. He's going to fly yeah. up and try to smash him real good. Reese, smash! So it's uh, This is the guy who has only hit you with a nat 20. An 18 and a Four 27. Nine. Both hit. Oh, well, I guess I'll see if he dies, but... Oh, yep, he's going to die. That's a really good roll. 29 damage. How do you kill him? Do you just bat him down, or do you pinata his like lower torso off? Or 
oh, here's what I'll do. Reese will, the first one will be like a jab to the stomach so that his head tilts forward. And then he's going to come down on the top of his head while his head is tilted forward and like snap his neck, I guess. I don't like like these super violent things sometimes. It's actually not that fun. You're raging right now, though. I know. I like it. I know. But I'm a little sad that I can't bite him with my bonus action because that's what I was planning to do. He did. Is there anyone still alive? There's the sleeping dude. Mm, I think Grace would be fine. He will take the body and bring it down with him and hold on to it. Okay. Chadwick. Chadwick Hayden Archibald Darrow. I'm going to do Toll the Dead again. I'm going to try. Okay, that is another wisdom save. Please let me use it. 13? Yay, he doesn't pass. He doesn't secede. Ooh. Okay, so that is 16 necrotic damage. Ooh. I got I rolled a 12. Okay. So He's that doesn't kill him. Looking rough. Okay. So yeah, he hears like I assume he kind of like winces in pain from this weird ass bell and somehow takes necrotic damage. Yeah, he's bleeding from his ears. We're going to have the uh the crossbow spiritual weapon hit him again, bludgeon him to death. Hopefully. Okay. Um I don't have advantage this time, but that would be a 22 to hit. God damn, you're doing well tonight. Yeah, that hits. Um, no, to peek behind the curtain, the armor class for this dude is 18. It's my armor class. Yeah. So this is the badass. That's only seven force damage. Seven force damage. He's not looking much worse than what he was, but he's not looking great. All right. Sorry, Adam. Bleeding from his ear is huffing, huffing and puffing. It's his turn. You're not in melee with him. No, spiritual weapon is in melee. But does it get, does the spiritual weapon get an attack of opportunity? I don't think so. Does it? Well, it's not like a creature. It's not lucid. Yeah, that's what, but like, spiritual weapon is, as we've said, broken and stupid. So I just wanted to make sure that the spiritual weapon didn't get an attack of opportunity. I don't think it says it in the Yeah, I don't think it does either. Okay, then we're going to say no. So he is going to book it down the pathway 50 feet hmm. and end this okay. turn. So he's running away from you 50 feet, ending this turn. Um, Vaughn. Can I take my jetpack up there? Yeah, you can get there. Okay. Um, you can't get to him, but you could get to Chad. How how far away is he from me? Chad? Uh, no, no, no. The, the guy running. He was like 50 feet over on the other side and one pathway up so that he could aim at you guys. So you could balloon to where Chad is, or you could balloon a little bit further along, but not get to him. But yeah, if I'm, you balloon a little bit further along, you'd be within spell range. Yeah, I'm going to uh, to do that and then cast sleep out on that guy too. Okay. Uh, at the second level, that is 34. Wasn't that better than the last one? It was. By, yeah. By, by one, one, I think. He, as he's running away, you cast sleep and his knees just buckle and he falls asleep on the pathway. You have two sleeping gnomes. Reese, it's your turn. I'm going to tell Reese, don't murder him. Chadwick, let's go. Let's go tie up this guy. Reese, we need some information. If you guys are going to commit to in the next seven rounds, tying them both up. That's fine. Then we can drop out of initiative.
and he's going to the club that's like two doors down. Okay, three doors sure. down. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't think of the song. I'm a kryptonite. Is kryptonite no, that's, is uh, that's, Nickelback. Uh, kryptonite is no kryptonite is three doors down. All three. Nope, that's false. No, okay, it was that Spider-Man hero song that was Nickelback. Yeah, yeah, that's Nickelback. Yeah, sorry, it's all butt rock at that point. It's all it all blends the same to me. I've never heard of butt rock, but I quite <laughs> like that term. <laughs> If we ever do what kind of rock are you, I'm going to be butt rock. We already did but We already did what kind of rock. I think Adam okay. is angry. Yeah, because I was... Uh... I'm never angry. I'm very calm and level-headed all the time. <laughs> you were just like, fuck you, Three Doors Down is awesome. Nickelback is the best. <laughs> I don't think I said Nickelback's the best. And they say that a I hero can save us. <laughs> not gonna God, stand lo- there and wait. Uh, I rocked out to that song so much. So did I. Hold on to the waves of an eagle. Watching you fly away. Okay. Watching us. I'm leaving. They're watching us. Watching us. As they all fly away. Okay. And he's gone. You broke me. (laughs) 